0: It's been a hot second since I told you a crazy date story, and this one does not disappoint. Yes! Yes! Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Big Lash Energy. I'm your host, Jaina Marie. Have you ever looked back on some of the people you've dated and thought, wow, She was really going through a rough patch back then. I read this on Instagram a couple of days ago and had to laugh to myself. What a relief. Because if they made a meme about this, then I wasn't the only one. Are there people out there who have no business having your number saved in their phones? We're friends. You can be honest. If you had a look of the roster of goofballs I've let take me out, you'd probably ask to check my temperature. Bill was no exception. If I were to give out awards for the worst Tinder matches I've ever had, he would get some sort of medal for sure. And the award for biggest scam artist goes to Bill. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. I wasn't expecting this. Oh, I'd I'd like to thank Tinder for giving me this opportunity. Oh, and insecurity. Without you, beautiful, intelligent women would never reply to me. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sure once you hear this story, you're going to find yourself asking, are there really people out there like this? There sure are, sis. The dating world is a scary, scary place. You never know when you're going to match with a sociopath, narcissist, or a guy with bad breath. So pour yourself a glass of something yummy. And get ready to hear what happened the time I met Bill, the con man who must have thought that I was a dummy. Welcome to Big Lush Energy, dedicated to helping you navigate life's hurdles. With your
1: head held high, we're celebrating wins, learning from our losses, and laughing
0: at ourselves along the way. <laughs> now, here's your favorite hype woman, Jaina Marie. Jaina Marie.
1: Love, 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 love,
0: love. Hola from sunny Mexico. Today, I'm happy to be chatting with you from my hotel room in Cancun. I've been here working with a couple of brides for their wedding weeks, and since I've been here, it's kind of been nothing but work, so you're going to have to excuse my raspy voice. I'm a little bit run down and a little bit sick, and I just looked down at my legs and realized that I have less of a 10 now than when I got here. there's been no time for lying in the sun. However, despite how busy I've been, I packed my recording gear because I just couldn't forget about my BLE besties. I love the time we spend together each Wednesday. So let's get to the good stuff, shall we? We can do some strange, strange things when we feel lonely, insecure, or when we're trying to distract ourselves for a broken heart. And that's where this story finds me. At the time that I met this charmer, I had just recently gone through the biggest heartbreak of my life and begrudgingly put myself onto a couple of dating apps. I think I just wanted to know that I still had it. I was looking for any kind of a distraction from how shitty I was feeling. And of course, part of me wanted to know that there was still hope out there that surely somebody else would like me. So at a moment when my defenses were at an all time low, I swept right on bail. He and I got to know each other over talk and text for a few days before he officially asked me out for dinner. I appreciated that he seemed to really want to get to know me, and he asked me out like a man, with a time and place all picked out. I was in the best shape of my life back then. I mean, I had just gone through a breakup, so three cheers for revenge body, so I wore a tight black cocktail dress and heels. I'd spent the three weeks before this moping around my condo in sweatpants, being all sad and heartbroken, so it felt good to have an excuse to get dressed up. The restaurant Bill had chosen was downtown, so I drove in parallel parked right in front of the restaurant like a G, and when I got out of my car, I realized that he was parked in the BMW right in front of me. When he got out of the car, I saw that he was wearing a suit. It was nice that he was dressed up, but it didn't fit him very well at all. It almost looked like he'd owned it since the late 90s or early 2000s. He had those big broad shoulders and the baggy pants? And it wasn't ironic either. Like It wasn't like he was doing it as a fashion statement because he had a purple dress shirt underneath with a popped collar, purple dress socks, and dress shoes that looked like he'd owned them since prom. (laughs) Despite looking like he'd just walked out of a time warp from the early 2000s, I was impressed that he had made the effort to get dressed up. The restaurant was nice. I'd never been there before. It was very dimly lit. It had Lots of dark leather and heavy-looking wood furniture. It almost felt like the smoking room of a wealthy politician from the early 1900s. It wasn't really my style, but how could he have known that? This was only our first date. I remember sitting across from the table from him and asking myself, is he attractive? He was one of those guys who was like on the cusp, like average looking to the point where his personality would have determined if he was actually hot or not. You know, like, have you ever looked at a semi ugly guy and thought, you're lucky you're funny? Anyways, he seemed to know a lot about business and he went on and on about how he wanted an ambitious woman that he could build an empire with because he was so successful. In fact, he even told me that he had to see two therapists to help him navigate all of his money and success. He told me it can be a lot to handle sometimes. I've never ever considered myself a materialistic person. But after just coming out of a year and a half long relationship that cost me over $40,000 in flights and gifts, I couldn't help but wonder what it would feel like to date someone with the resources to be just as generous to me. We had a nice enough dinner. The conversation was good, although I wasn't really feeling a romantic connection. And so I had to ask myself, is this what it's like when a woman is with someone just for his money? Like, you're not that interested or attracted, but you keep seeing him anyways because of all the opportunity he could afford you. I don't think I have it in my blood, you know? But then I told myself, hey, maybe it's too early to tell. Get to know him a bit more, Jana. Give this man a chance. As we got up from the table, I hugged him and thanked him for dinner, and we walked towards the exit. On the way out, he thanked the hostess and then stopped. Oh, we need to get a picture together. Huh? yeah of this momentous occasion our first date he hurriedly ran around the front of the restaurant trying to find someone to take a photo for us and once he did he insisted it would be best if it was taken in front of the grand fireplace i had a moment where i asked myself what the hell i was doing i remember him trying to get kind of snuggled up to me in the picture and i took a step away from him making the photo look a lot more businesslike. he didn't notice at least i don't think he did he checked the photo said he loved it and we made our way out onto the street Our cars were parked right beside each other, but he walked me to mine, waited for me to unlock my door, and then he held it open for me. I'd like to see you again, Jaina. You might be my person. I struggled to keep a straight face when he said that because I was 85% sure he was wrong. I focused on keeping enough distance so that he couldn't try to kiss me goodbye, so I got into my car, made my way home to Apollo. I couldn't help but think that I would have been better off just staying home with my dog in the first place. Once I got in the door, I snuggled into bed and did a little creeping. I found Bill's Instagram. and was curious to see what a life with so much money and success would look like. I mean, I can't imagine needing two therapists to manage my money. What a fabulous problem to have. His post consisted of lots of grand spaces, interiors of fancy hotels. And then I saw a post of his daughter. It said, just got my baby girl her first Louis Vuitton purse. There were stunning pictures of what might have been beautiful vacations that he'd gone on, close-ups of nice watches, and quotes about staying humble. Oh, isn't that nice? He was really putting in the work to stay in touch, so we kept talking. I mean, I found him interesting, but I wasn't interested enough to actually meet up with him for another day, so he kind of stayed a pen pal for a while. I didn't want to ask what he did for a living, but he did talk a lot about Las Vegas. He said he went to Vegas often and that when he's there, he uses a different persona by the name of Tyson. Apparently, everyone in Vegas calls him Tyson. Tyson. (laughs) It's like he wanted me to ask what he did, but I didn't want to seem like a chick who cared about money. And I figured he probably dealt with a lot of gold diggers. So I decided I would just let him say it if or whenever he wanted to, but I wasn't going to ask. Then I guess he couldn't wait any longer. So one night he finally told me that he was a key holder and part owner for the Wynn hotels in Las Vegas. I thought the hotel was owned by a guy named Steve Wynn. So I did a little Googling and it turned out that the hotel had been divided up to shareholders. And actually, the second highest shareholder is Steve Wynn's wife. But I don't know how this stuff works. So, I mean, hey. He could have been telling the truth. What did I know? And I didn't want to embarrass him or insult him by telling him that I didn't believe him. So I just went with it. He also told me that he dabbled in design. He sent me a photo of a huge display of something that looked like a giant art piece from the entrance of a Las Vegas hotel. And he said, I did that. I wasn't sure if I believed him. Maybe it was the way he said it or the picture that he sent me, but either way, my Spidey senses were going off. I remembered I was planning on taking a trip to Vegas in two weeks with Ricky, so I used it as an opportunity to test him. I said, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Well, my girl Ricky and I are going to go to Vegas in two weeks. He took the bait. Oh yeah? You should stay at my hotel. I wasn't sure if that was an invitation or an offer, so I said, oh, I'd love to, but the wind's so expensive. He goes, yeah, you're right. Well, let me know where you decide to stay, because I might be there at the same time, and you never know, you might get to meet Tyson. Tyson. (laughs) This was the first red flag because most men would be excited to have the opportunity to flex or show a woman what he could do for her, especially a woman he's trying to bang. So if you actually owned one of the biggest hotels in Las Vegas, it wouldn't be hard at all to give two chicks a place to stay for three nights. I was kind of annoyed. Like if I'm actually talking to one of the owners of the Win, I should be a shoo-in for a free two bedroom suite overlooking the strip. Since he didn't offer, I chalked it up to him not wanting a woman who was going to use him and I just kept it moving i stayed in touch with bill while we were on our trip he watched all my stories which of course i didn't mind until he went a little weird on me i posted a selfie one night of me with a random guy that i met at a pool party and bill commented i don't think i like this i said you don't like what he goes your body being so close to someone else's while you're in a bathing suit i thought to myself is this the same guy who says he has an alter ego in vegas how in the world could you have beef with me taking a sober pic with a dude on his birthday a couple of minutes later he said you know what it's fine I'm just gonna go to a strip club uh what I guess this was his attempt at making me jealous but it didn't work at all He could have literally licked a nipple of every girl in the club and I wouldn't have cared. I mean, come on, we've only been on one date, bro. And if this is the way things are going, I'm probably never gonna see you again. When I got back, we spoke on the phone and he playfully admitted that while I was away, he had checked out my Facebook account. But I realized quickly that he'd actually gone through my entire friends list to see who we had in common. He went through anyone he knew on my friends list asking, how do you know this guy? How do you know this person? And one of the people he asked me about was someone named Neil. He asked me how I knew him, and I wasn't sure how I was friends with him, but I clicked around a little and realized he was just friends with my ex-husband, so I said, I don't really know him, actually. Then Bill said, oh, he and I did some movies together. I used to be a stunt double, so we spent a bunch of long days on set. So now he's part owner of The Win, he's an interior decorator of some sort, and a professional actor? Okay. I guess this guy is full of all kinds of surprises. Then one night, while I was out celebrating with some girlfriends, I got a text from Bill. He said, Hey, Jay, we need to talk. It's all business. I had no clue what he could have possibly been talking about. But when I got home that night, I gave him a call like he asked and couldn't believe what he had to say. He mentioned there was a job opening at the Wynn that he thought I'd be perfect for. He wanted me to be the head of operations for all the hair salons for all of Wynn Resorts. Essentially, All of the managers at each of their locations would have to answer to me in regards to if they were sticking to protocols or meeting their sales targets of course, I was taken aback. I was super flattered. But I said, I love my job and I'm not going to give it up for anything that makes similar to the same amount of money or that doesn't give me the same amount of joy. He said, oh, of course, I would make sure it paid far more than what you make now. And the good thing is you wouldn't even have to give up your job because all you really have to do is check in on each of the salons once in a while. Basically, you'd only have to work a couple days a month. Now, this was officially sounding too good to be true. He said, well, let me know. We're interviewing a few people for the position, but I have the final say. So if you want it, it's yours. And I hope you don't mind. But if you do accept the position, we'd be spending a lot of time together. We'd be traveling a lot because I'd be training you. You'd be working under me, (laughs) if you know what I mean. Huh? I'd be working under you? Um, if this had anything to do with sex, I wanted nothing to do with it. But I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt that that's not really what he meant. Over the next few days, every time we talked, he was putting the pressure on over whether or not I was going to take the position. I started to get a little bit sick about hearing about it. So I finally decided to call his bluff. One time when he brought it up, I said, you're right. This job really does sound interesting. I'd love more details. So if you could send me a contract, I'll look over it and make a decision either way. He hesitated a bit, but then said, sure, uh, no problem. I'll get my assistant to write one up and send it to you right away. Now, he didn't have my email address or my home address, so I wasn't sure how that was gonna happen, but I waited. If I'm being completely honest with myself, of course, there was a tiny part of me that was hoping it was all true. It did sound like a super cushy job, and of course, it would be amazing making that much money getting paid to do so little, but it all came at a price. Did I really wanna be spending that much time with him? And what did it mean by me having to work under him? Well, I didn't have to worry about that for too long, because as soon as I looked over the contract, I had my answer. The, quote, contract came in the form of a text message sent from Bill's phone. It said, contract for the position of head of salon operations with Wynn Resorts. Should applicant accept this position, he or she will receive full health and dental benefits, stock options, $300,000 annually, and the possibility of moving to the new location being built in Mackay. And that was it. Nothing saying what I had to do, the job responsibilities, the hours, payment for travel time, experience required, nothing at all. Now, I knew he was full of shit. There's no way a giant corporation like The Win would be paying people with zero experience $300,000 or hiring managers via text message. Like, what was I supposed to do? Text back a Y or an N if I accepted the contract? It was just ridiculous. So that's when I decided I was done playing his games. I called him out. I said I didn't believe that he worked for The Win, and I definitely didn't believe he actually had a position for me. And that was the first time I saw him his nasty side bill did not like being questioned this man sent paragraph after paragraph about how my trust issues shouldn't be his problem and that i needed to find a therapist because if i keep accusing men of lying i'm going to end up dying lonely Yeah. Then the next day, he sent me a text saying, Ha, you think you're so great? I found someone else who's hotter and makes way more money than you. I've been seeing her behind your back. Yeah, that's right. I've been cheating, and she's a way better match for me. (laughs) This message had me cracking up, and of course I forwarded it to my best friends like, Oh no, guys, look who's been cheating on me. Crying myself to sleep right now. (laughs) Was I supposed to be bothered? Can seeing someone else really be considered cheating when we'd only even met once? Then just when I thought it couldn't get any better, he sent a picture. It was of him standing beside a short, pretty Asian woman in what was clearly the exact same spot he took a photo with me. He was wearing the same oversized, poorly fitted suit, purple dress shirt with the collar over the lapel, purple socks, and 90s dress shoes. The exact same thing he was wearing in the picture with me it was creepy and hilarious all at the same time I didn't know whether to laugh or block his ass well let's be honest I probably should have done both but regardless it was just way too funny not to post on social media I mean if I can entertain someone with this shit then it makes my stress worth it so I put a post up on Facebook with a brief explanation of what had happened and the side-by-side photos of both me and his new boo in the same place, same pose, same clothes and the comment section did not disappoint People laughed and someone made a comment that maybe that was his only date outfit. They said maybe he just photoshopped her into the picture of me. Then someone hit me up saying, hey, Hey, I know him. I know him. That's not his new boo. That's a girl he dated three years Years ago. ago. What? What? So it turns out that his toxic ass wanted to hurt me so bad, he found any pic he had with any other woman and sent it to me. Knowing that the picture had been taken three years ago made his outfit even funnier. Like, maybe he really had been rocking that suit on every date since 2005. This Facebook post ended up giving me so many answers. Do you remember Neil, the mutual friend that Bill and I had in common? The guy I barely knew? Well, he saw my post too and sent me a private DM. He said, hey, I know we barely know each other, but I just wanted to reach out and let you know that you probably shouldn't believe much that guy says to you. I've met him a couple of times and something is just off with him. A couple of times? Bill told me that the two of them had spent days and days together on set working on movies. I mentioned to Neil that Bill had said that the two of them were stunt doubles together and he said, What? Are you kidding me? I've worked as a stunt double for 15 years. i never once been on set with Bill. I didn't even know he acted. See, he's got a screw loose. Be careful, man. It's funny how people were warning me to be careful, but it's not like I was contemplating having his kid or something. I didn't even care if I ever heard from him again. I just thought the whole thing was hilarious. Then a day or two later, I got a DM from a stranger that made everything even more unbelievable. This gorgeous woman, I'll call her Gia, sent me a DM telling me that her friend saw my post and forwarded it to her because he knew that something similar had happened to her. Well, Bill was a scam artist and she she knew it for for sure Sure. this man had also matched with her on tinder and after a few short conversations get this he found out she was a naturopath and personal trainer so he offered her a position for $150,000 a year quote managing all the gyms and spas at Wynn Resorts Like me, she believed him at first. It was the promise of a cool new career that kept her responding to his messages. But also like me, once she saw how unofficial everything was, she jumped ship. She showed me all kinds of messages that they'd sent back and forth. And when she called his bluff saying she didn't think he had anything to do with Wynn Resorts, he sent her a screenshot of a pay stub with his name on it, showing that he'd made $1.5 million in the last quarter from Wynn Resorts. I sent her the two pics of me and his, quote, new girlfriend and said, I'm pretty sure someone making millions a year can afford a new date outfit every three years. Gia pointed out how fake everything he said was. She goes, did he tell you he got his daughter a Louis Vuitton purse too? I said, yeah, he showed me the picture of her holding the purse on his Instagram and she said, go look at the picture again. She's still standing in the Louis Vuitton store. He probably didn't buy it for her. All he had to do was take a picture of her holding it. I scanned through his Instagram with new eyes. I took screenshots of some of his posts and did a Google search of them. So many of the things he posted were from websites online. None of it was from actual places he'd visited or lobbies he had decorated. The guy was an absolute fraud. The next time he called, he apologized for getting so angry and for sending the pic of the other woman. He said he wanted to give us another try and asked if I would let him take me out somewhere nice for dinner. I told him I thought he was a scam artist and that I didn't want anything to do with him. I asked him to lose my number because I wasn't interested in him or his fake job and he said, Fake job? You don't believe I'm a keyholder at the Wynn? Look at this! Then he sent me the same fake bank statement that he sent Gia and said... You're going to regret this, bitch. Good luck finding anyone who'll put up with your bullshit. You're going to die alone, Jaina. You need a therapist. And fast. I blocked his number, and over the course of the week, I had to block four other numbers because he kept harassing me from different phones. Some of the things he said were so wild and outlandish, I posted them on Facebook for my friends only to see, and finally, someone reached out and said, Oh my god, that's Bill. I said, you know him? And she said, yeah. Yeah. He cleans cars at the BMW dealership near my house. (laughs) What? Is he doing it for charity? Because I don't think someone making millions a year needs to be cleaning cars. (laughs) I sent the message to Gia and we died (laughs) laughing. After a few more random harassing messages, I thought I was done with the guy. But unfortunately, I wasn't. Because one day, months after all of this happened... I got a Facebook message from a friend of mine that I hadn't heard from in a long time. She said, hey, Jane, are you up? If you are, you gotta get back to me right away. It's an emergency. Of course, immediately I asked, yeah, what's up? She goes, look. She sent me a screenshot from Bill's Facebook page that I couldn't see because we blocked each other. I guess she followed him for some reason, and that day, a photo of me came up on his feed. There it was that infamous picture that he took of us together after our one and only date with the caption saying, I love exploring new restaurants with this beauty. Highly recommend Bacchus Restaurant, hashtag loving life, hashtag new Bay over 170 people had liked the post and many left comments like, Congrats on your new girlfriend. Wow, the both of you look so beautiful. To which he replied, thank you, she's amazing. I couldn't believe it. We hadn't even spoken in six months and the last time we did it was a blow up and now he was posting me as his girlfriend on Facebook. My friend who showed me the post decided to leave a comment to see what he would say. She said under the photo, Hey, small world, I think that's Jaina? We did a wedding together back in the day. How did you two meet? His response was epic. He said, oh, her name's Jane, and he corrected the spelling to J-A-Y-N-E. She's such a sweetheart. Then he blocked her. When I checked the likes, there were even two people I'd worked with before who hearted the picture— Oh my gosh, so people actually think I'm with this guy. Chances are he was doing the same thing to someone else that he did to me, trying to make them jealous with a photo of someone who's actually irrelevant. I wonder what career he was promising that woman at a resort he probably can't even afford to stay at himself. (laughs) Like I said, I'd gone on a date because I wanted a distraction from my broken heart, and I guess you really should be careful what you wish for. Two years after all of this went down, Our dear friend Bill popped up like a ghost from Tinder past and said he'd done a lot of personal growth and soul searching and now wanted to go for coffee with me to see if we could make something work. I wanted to say, aren't we already dating? Or wait, did we break up and I didn't know about it? But instead, I left him on read. It's called personal growth, my friend. (laughs) Wow! If you like stories like these, then you're going to love next week's episode. I'm going to be hosting our first of a series called The Audis, an award show for people with the most audacity. It's going to be so much fun. I wonder if Bill's going to be nominated anyways hopefully you got a kick out of today's story and if you're in a relationship I hope this makes you feel so so glad you're not out here swiping on tinder (laughs) if you know someone who could use a little ble in their life could you pretty please share this show with them I hear every time you do bill posts another picture in the exact same place wearing the exact same shoes (laughs) it's true thanks again for listening i look forward to talking with you next week and until then please go be your most fabulous self and don't forget to spread that badass big lash energy everywhere you go
1: thanks so much goodbye No time to waste, would you make, damn, could you make me up right now, damn, would you fit me in Girl, you're like a superhero. I know ain't nobody like ya. You know that they try to, but they don't come close. That's why I'm yelling, damn, James. Would you fit? Now